0: everybody, it's your girl Miracle Sims, and you are listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, the juice! It is September the 15th, 2020, and today I want to talk about what you won't do. Uh, I guess first, before I get into it, y'all, I guess, you know, again, let me just apologize for my, uh, my mistake yesterday, saying the wrong date. So today is truly, truly... Uh, my anniversary eve <laughs> but anywho um now let's get into this right here because i feel like it's good and i feel like it might take a few minutes so let me go on and get into it <laughs> so what you won't do now friends i ain't trying to get y'all to go listen to bobby cadwell right now you know caldwell having one say it <laughs> um you know not that it's a bad song whatever but I'm just saying I mean I guess I just was inspired by the title but um basically this this topic led me to take a deeper look into Jonah so I'm looking at the entire thing y'all um that's why I feel like it's gonna kind of take a few minutes but I mean you know me, man. I'm trying not to, you know, be long your time. Uh, so let's get on into this. So as you guys may be familiar with the whole, you know, story of Jonah, the whole, you know, situation, you know, whether you feel like it's Jonah in the whale, Jonah in the big fish, however you want to say it, right? Well, let's take a closer, closer, deeper look, right? So Jonah 1, 1 through 4, I'm just going to paraphrase this a bit. Pretty much the whole thing was... God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. <laughs> of course, I have to sneeze right now, but anyway. Okay, so God told Jonah to go to Nineveh, all right? And um, basically, here's the verse right here. It says, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee unto Tarshish. So, Just a little research on this and a little side note to to kind of put things in perspective. So, um, again, you guys can go deeper and read that entire thing yourself uh, to to get all the information about those verses. But um, here's the side note right here. So, basically, just a little research, I found that Nineveh is in uh, what they i guess now what is now mausul iraq and then tarshish is an ancient city found in southern spain uh which is presently called seville so if you look at that on a map or if you look at that if you just kind of look up jonah's journey or something like that because that's what i saw you'll see that this is in the opposite direct like the total opposite direction there's a whole sea and everything <laughs> you know, between the place where Jonah was supposed to go and the place that he actually was on his way to go. So that's one thing that's um, quite interesting and, um, uh, yeah, yeah, quite interesting to me this morning as I was reading. So check this out right here. You guys can go deeper on uh, Jonah 1, 9 through 17. But uh, in verse 6, and 16, it says, then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. Okay, so check it. I didn't tell y'all what happened, but I mean, you guys may know what happened on the boat. There was a storm that came, you know, everybody started calling out to their gods. I think they said John was sleeping, if I'm not mistaken. And then they wake, they wake him up like, hey, cry out to your God. Like, you know, something's going on, X, Y, and Z. And then, um you know, basically Jonah knew that he was the cause and everything like that. And so he just was like, hey, you know, throw me overboard, X, Y, and Z. They didn't want to do that. Like the people didn't want to do that. They, they kept trying to get there to their <laughs> destination, but it just kept getting worse and worse for them. So then they, they just decided to go ahead and do it, throw him overboard. Uh, and then like, pretty much soon as they threw him overboard the everything went calm. And that was like proof to them, to those people now for me verse 16 stood out what I just read to you all about the men fearing it said the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows now let, let's let let us take a look at this situation right Jonah is off track right God asked Jonah to do something he wouldn't try to do the opposite thing he's off track of what he was supposed to be doing check it however him being off track okay not only yeah, I mean well we all know the story so we know that he's going to end up doing what he was supposed to do anyway right one but him being off track led to these people getting the information and getting saved too and and, and sacrificing to God and making vows so who's the sa- not, now I, I, I guess for me I'm just thinking deep about this whole situation because I'm looking at it like alright if, if Jonah was on track then these people probably wouldn't have got this message when they got it one um, two so who's to say that Jonah was really off track the whole time now he looked to be off track but technically <laughs> not only did he you know help save Nineveh which I'm making mean, mean, spoiler alert that's what happens but he saved these people too I don't know. That might be deep for y'all to think about this morning. But uh, for me, I was like, wow, that's good right there. That's some good information. I was like, wow, that that's good. That's good. That's good. Let me keep going first. Um, so in Jonah 2, he spends like majority of that. He's crying out to God, you know, pretty much repenting for what he did, X, Y, and Z. Um, 9 and 10 says uh, something along these lines like this. It says, but I will sacrifice unto thee. With the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay that which I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord, and the Lord spoke unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. So, I mean, you know, again, you know, Jonah knew his wrongs. Jonah knew where he was wrong and where he needed to repent, everything like that. And so that's what he did, pretty much, throughout Jonah too. So let's go to Jonah three, y'all. Um, verse four in Jonah three says something along these lines. It goes. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least. And um, so including that, you know, even the king made a decree as well for the whole, um, I guess you want to say city, so let, let's 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 take a look at that. Let, let's think about that real quick, okay? So Jonah gets back on track, right, of what he was supposed to be doing, and he went to go, he went and did the thing, and the people repented. Now I don't know about y'all, any other Bible readers with me <laughs> this morning. Now let, let's keep it real. This is probably one of the few times that a prophet was sent, and the people actually repented. You know what I mean? Like, let's come on now y'all know <laughs> a lot of the times the prophets would go and speak to the people and tell them like literally be like look this is gonna happen like this right here and they still don't repent y'all know i've read that several times throughout the bible so this is probably one of the few times that people actually did repent you know what i mean and from the greatest to the least they said the king too which is a you know a pretty big thing i mean during that time i mean you know a lot of the kings and stuff without y'all know about pharaoh y'all know about all these different other you know accounts so like the king too you know what i mean was like so they took the word of god and they took you know jonah and his message just that seriously and guess what it did y'all check this here let's keep going uh basically here is uh you're gonna, if you gonna keep reading jonah three you're gonna see that god saw their works that they turned from their evil way and god repented of the evil that he has said that he would do unto them and he did it not save themselves you know what i'm saying I like this. heard the word of god heard the prophet of god repented and ultimately saved themselves by doing so now i mean listen <laughs> not know if that's good for y'all this morning. But, I mean, that's... I mean, it's a pretty good example to me. Um, Okay, yes, of course, of Jonah being in, you know, doing what he was supposed to be doing. Okay? But then also, the people receiving the information and doing what they was supposed to do. Which allowed God to change his mind and, and repent and be like, you know what? I'm going to do something different now. Because you accepted my words. And you, you know... Whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, which God don't have to do, you know what I'm saying? First of all, but He did, which is why prophets and stuff were sent. Now, again, this may be deep right now, but I feel like I done heard a lot of prophets prophesying <laughs> about America. You know what I mean? If y'all ain't heard no prophecies lately, again, go check out Marcus Rogers, go check out David Lynn, go check out some Bible believing people that are talking right now. and you know, the things that they're saying, you know. I mean, I guess if you ain't, well, well, if you're not a Bible believer, then I guess you're not concerned at all. For those that are Bible believers, then you might be slightly concerned, but at the same time, you're probably like, well, not to be like things are going to happen, so you should just let them happen, but, you know, at the same time, things don't have to happen, as you guys can see here in the Word of God, like, things didn't have to happen in 40 days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, Jonah went and told them, look, 40 days, you know, it's about to go down, you know, y'all, you know, what you won't do? You know, whatever, whatever. No, just guys, just through the title in there. But they're yeah, basically just saying to the people that, hey, in forty days, this is gonna happen. Basically, if you guys don't repent, the people repent and then that that caused that situation for them. They didn't have to go through that in no forty days. Now, who's to say that the same type of thing can't happen with us here? But, I mean, I mean, like, I don't know. I didn't heard the process, so, I mean, you know, it, I just say it ain't looking good for us. But who knows? I mean, <laughs> who's to say? You know what I mean? The man of God can, can you know, or God through the, through the men can, you know, let us know that, hey, this thing is happening. We can turn our way. We can come back to God. We can repent. We can do these things. And maybe God will, you know, spare us a bit. But, hey, that's just, I mean, hey, I don't know. Right but I'm just telling you guys what happened in the Bible and you know it could clearly happen today too but that's just something to think about anyway let's keep going so then we get to Jonah 4 and um now this right here <laughs> like so so this right here for me before I even get into Jonah 4 is just just a clear example of like just let's just be thankful that God is not like man like can we just take a moment to be thankful for that this right here is probably a clear, clear example of where we are as humans. Check this, y'all. Jonah 4. And I'm just going to read this here right here. Jonah 4 and 2 says, And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my same when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish. For I knew that thou art gracious; uh, thou thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness and repentance, thee of the evil. If y'all don't understand what's happening here, basically, Jonah is mad that God decided to spare these people. Can we let that marinate this morning? (laughs) Jonah is mad that God decided to spare these people. How much? How are we? How much more are we like that today, y'all? Let's keep it real. Like, so why you mad, Jonah? You know what I'm saying? We all need grace and mercy. And you mad because God spared somebody else? You know? And oh, I didn't want to do this, God, because I knew you was gonna not, you know. Destroy that city. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, how would you even, how could you even fix your mouth to be, how can you, how could your mind even think like that? And then, how could you fix your mouth to come to God and be like, man, I'm mad because you spared this city? Really? (laughs) That's how we are as humanity. Like, that's like, we're gonna keep going on this part right here. But check this right. Let's show you guys how deep it was. He even goes to say, Better for me to die than to live because God spared this city. Can we, can can y'all, are y'all marinating on, are y'all hearing this this morning? So this man is mad that a whole city was saved. (laughs) And said, oh, it's better for me to just die because you you out here saving cities (laughs) and people, sparing people they live. So who are you to judge these people, first of all? You know what I mean? Like, who are you, Jonah, to feel like, oh, man, these people don't deserve no grace and mercy? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, you gotta, you, y'all better, I don't know. Y'all let that marinate this morning. Then, verse 10, basically, it says here, then the Lord, uh, no, excuse me, then said the Lord, thou hast had pity. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell y'all. So, basically, after that, sorry, he wants to, he goes to, like, like this hill, I think, and then goes to watch the city and see how it goes for the city, right? And God allows a plant, which they call a gourd. It's like this plant. And he's he casting a shadow over him. And he, he's, you know, appreciative of the plant because it's giving him a little shade, you know. And but then, um, pretty much in the next verse, God takes away the plant. And, and then Jonah gets upset. And then that's when this verse here comes. And then the Lord goes, Thou has had pity on the gourd, for which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in a night and uh, perished, or excuse me, perished in the night. And then he goes, and should I not spare Nineveh, that great city, where wherein are more than six score thousand persons? that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand and also much cattle. He asked Jonah this, right? I feel like this should just, this is just like a clear perspective of like how like God's perspective is just probably just way beyond ours y'all cuz here Jonah is judging these people being like they they don't they don't need your grace and mercy, God. Like that's why I don't want to go talk to them anyway. And then God allows a plant to cover Jonah's head from the heat and then when that plant dies Jonah's upset about the plant the plant (laughs) y'all I even looked this up right here now y'all can do the math yourselves and look it up and see if I'm giving you guys accurate information but my little research found that six score thousand is a hundred and twenty thousand people a hundred and twenty thousand people can we let that marinate this morning, y'all? Jonah was mad that 120,000 people were saved, but you got upset about a plant. I don't know. I'll be thinking about like that too. When I, you know, nothing against the, you know, animal rights and all the movements and stuff like that, but people be, you know, for me, I'm like, I feel like people are more concerned about animals than they are humans. <laughs> Um, sometimes, that's just, I ain't trying to get too deep on that, I ain't trying to get nobody mad if y'all repeat Peter and all this stuff, I'm, I'm just saying, like, let, let's put it into perspective, y'all, like, why does, like, why do we not value human life, like, why? Why? Well, we're all humans, like, <laughs> I mean, Jonah's mad about the plant, but not the fact that, and mad that people got saved. I don't know. That's just something to marinate on this morning, y'all. That is just a closer look at Jonah. And, um, you know, I guess for me, the whole idea of what you won't do, it's just like, well, you know, there's a lot of things to marinate about about this subject, y'all. But, I mean, I guess for me, some of the the key points is like, well, one, God's will is going to happen regardless if you, you know, decide to try to run. Or whatever case is, whatever God wants to do, uh, is going to happen regardless. Uh, now I guess how can I say, Lord? Because I don't want to say the wrong information. I guess my my other my, my side thought what I was thinking as I said that was like, well, what what about the people that actively deny God and things like that, and what's that God's will? I mean... mm, I wouldn't say that that was God's will, but that's just me right now. You know, y'all probably got to do more research on that. I wouldn't say that it's God's will for people to continue to deny Him. You know, I don't think that that's God's will, but I think that um, He already knows about it. You know, and He knows whether you're going to do that or not. And it would behoove us not to, you know, to do that. But, I mean... We all have that free will as well I mean I guess Jonah could have kept on running I'm sure he would have found another way To, to get, that, get that message to the people But um You know I don't know That might be too deep to think about this morning So I won't keep going into that But I'm just saying that's uh, that's one thing uh, That stood out to me this morning with this message The other thing is even when you off track You can still be on track That right there Because <laughs> Jonah being off, off track Saved those people on the boat too in regards to, you know, exposing them to the true and living God, you know, according to the Bible, you know, so that's another thing, too. Then, this whole idea of humanity, like, can we start to understand that everybody needs grace and mercy, like, it's not just for you, like, yes, okay, you're unique, yes, you know, you are beautifully and wonderfully made, you know, and I feel like, yes, God cares about each and every one of us individually, but at the end of the day, you know, like it, like we need to sometimes change our perspective on situations because at the end of the day, it's like it's if it, one Jonah helped over 120,000 people, let's just, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are feeling today, but I mean, you know, I feel like we could just marinate on all of that this morning, and um, yeah. Check this out, y'all. Here's the Bible verse of today. Mm, mm, mm. Philippians 2 and 13. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Something else to marinate on, y'all. I mean, hey, you I mean, I guess in a lot of ways, don't be like Jonah. <laughs> but it, uh in some ways understand that if you actually stay in the will of God and if you actually, you know... Because, I mean, the the, the one thing that he did do was repent. He did come back to God. Now, he did have some some crazy thoughts after he did that, but he came back to God, got back on track, and did what God asked him to do, which ultimately saved a lot of people. Um, You know, but... uh, yeah, y'all, that's just something to think about this morning. I knew it was going to be a, a, a bit of a longer juice, so thank you all for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this juice this morning because I know I did. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but yeah, y'all, um, again, thank you so much for listening to God, Sex and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow <gasps> on oh, my anniversary, if <laughs> the Lord's will. Bye bye.